Yeah. MF and Block Podcast. I'm having my good friend. I haven't I haven't talked to you in a while now. You've been out in LA for a minute. My boy, I'm never gonna not be able to call you bugs. <laughs> my man, Mr. Speed. How What's you doing? What's going on? What's going on, my brother Beats? How you doing? Let me get out of this light right here so I can I've... properly see you. Let me see if I can even turn it up, turn this off one time. <laughs> so, it, so it wasn't be, be as bright, looking like I'm a, an angel with a halo over my head, man. It's the angel. It's good to so have how, an angel. How's, uh, how's Cali treating you? Bro, man, it's been actually beautiful, man. It's... Uh, you know, it's it's cool, man. I like, you know, going to the sunset, you know, watching the sunset on the beach, man, just smoking and kind of like being in peace, man. Like, I, I really like it a lot, man. Honestly, to be real with you, man, it's it's been a cool little experience. So uh, how long has it been? I know you had a show. It was like right before or like right soon as COVID was taken off. Oh um, yeah, man, that was crazy. But you had a uh you had one one little final final show here before they really shut down all the, the live music, but uh what was that like end of man, March? That, yeah, it was at the end of March. It was like literally right when the whole COVID nineteen um pandemic exploded. Um I had a show, so it was weird because I didn't know how it was gonna be, but Man, it was still a good turnout, man. Like, you know, it was a little lighter than it usually would be. But, I mean, the amount of people that came out, I was very surprised. Like, we still was able to, like, have a packed house, you know what I mean? So it was very cool, and it was a good experience, not knowing that would would be my last show. Because um, look where we at now, you know, like, as a as a community uh, and as a, as, a, as, a, as a state in the union, you know what I'm saying, just here. Like, you know, just as musicians, we ain't, everybody around the world ain't performing. I mean, there's been a few instances, I think, in Atlanta or something, maybe, where some artists performed, maybe, but not very many a, places. There's been a couple things here in Cincy, uh, down at the Riverfront Live spot. Um, oh, word. Is it outside? Is it yeah, inside or outside? Yeah, it's outside. Stage is outside. Okay. And uh, everybody's like socially distanced and whatnot. Oh, that's they've cool. Had, yeah. They've had a couple gigs. I think Afro Man may have done a little gig there. Uh, tight, man. Afro Man. He actually lives <laughs> in Cincinnati that everybody keeps telling me. Yeah, it, well, he's, I think he's just east of the city. Uh, I know he spends a lot of time out in L.A. too, though. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I can see why, man. The best, the best, the three W's, man. You feel? <laughs> well, I think he, because uh, uh, our boy, our boy Jay Skills is his his touring his touring DJ. So yeah, Skills did tell me, yeah, dope. Yeah, Skills did tell me that. You know, so we, you know, of course, we still, you know, Skills in the band. So I, he actually did tell me that last time I was there. He was like, "Yo, I'm doing touring with gigging with Afro Man." Hey, he's he's been all over with him, man. Man, that's super dope, man. Afro man is a, is a, is a legend in his world, man. So, with respect to the the OG, I mean, and definitely taking the homie Jay Skills from Cincinnati uh, with them on the road. I think that's pretty dope, man. Man, my favorite Afro man track, Palmdale. I don't know how you pick a song over that, bro. How the hook go? Palmdale. Uh, oh man, how's that go? It, it ain't the one joint that everybody sing at the school. Like, because, it, cause he did the, because I got high, 
Because no, no, like, not that. No, Palmdale, he was talking about how uh, he moved from a bad part of town to a good part of town and uh, started started selling drugs to all the rich motherfuckers. Uh, uh, oh, Palmdale, well, come back to me. <laughs> oh, man. Damn, I never up. heard that before. Beats, man, you got to send that to me when we get out. I never actually heard that, man. <laughs> I ain't hip to it, but that's what's up, man. Oh man, I'll say it's a classic. It's a classic Afro Man track. I just think, in general, quality wise, that's one of the songs that should have been a single off that record, not the "Because I Got High." But Bro, I can was see it why. The, I was can it see on why. the same album? Yep, yep, yep. Okay, yep. okay. So speaking of albums, you got an album coming up. Uh, I was actually gonna have our boy Sal on here for this one, but I'm having him on another episode that I'm actually recording this week. Uh, Sick. Which, oh, yeah, man. You got to ask him about the album, too. Yeah. Oh, I will. Well, in the, so the, the episode I'm doing with them, we're doing the top 20 unnecessary uh, verses in hip-hop. And, uh, <laughs> I think I see that on live. <laughs> I think I see it. <laughs> so, uh, well, I'm having, uh, I have, I'm having our boy uh, Third Born First on. Yeah, I'm man. Having, third, yeah, third, yeah. Huh, so, so I'm having him on. Uh, our boy Clint from the Brew is coming on for that. Oh man, you got a powerhouse lineup this week, man. What's going on? You and, got all you got all the goats, man. <laughs> oh, and to top it all off, man, I'm gonna be recording uh, later this week with Alex Meacham for my season Ooh, one, my season one finale for uh, the first season of the podcast. So I'm looking forward sick, to that man. too. Man, sick man, beast you moving. Congratulations, brother, <laughs> man. I'm glad. I mean, this 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 is right up your lane, man. You feel me? Like with all the relationships you got, and just you know, everybody love Beast McGreevy, man. So this I mean, it's <laughs> easy for you to come and do your thing, man. You wanna you one of the dopest spirits, man. Not just saying that because I'm on your show, but you know, we actually really brothers, man. So like a this lot of what people we did, don't know what, our what, yeah. what we're doing here right now is what we did at your spot over by uh over by uh the hospital anyway so yeah love, like, love, yeah <laughs> yeah that's what we do anyway yeah a lot of people don't know me and beast go back for many years man it's my brother so man i'm happy to you know be on a podcast man and happy to be part of it man and i'm excited and about the album man i'm we really i'm only 50 percent in man so like you know it, it's pretty cool man like you, you know got a title for the project yet yeah man it's called sorry i've been busy man you know, Ice. I get yeah, <laughs> and it, and, it, and it's, yeah, and it's it's just it's just one hundred straightforward, man, and transparent, man. I've been, you know, taking this time since the pandemic, really, bro. Just really, um, just just you know, just experiencing life, man, and just this new world we 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 we're in this this bizarre time we in, and spending time with family, and you know, just getting my mind right, you know what I'm saying, and just chilling, man, and just really taking time off to prioritize a lot of things. And, you know, I wanted to come back, you know, organically to make a project and just let it happen without feeling forced. Because right now is, I mean, you know, in life, there's no rules, man. Like, so it's just like, you got to take time sometimes to live so you can have something to talk about. And, you know, the last album was so heavy for me, man. It was like so much in that album, man. It was just like, I wanted people to sit on it for a while and really just well, like take it in. Your last, your last album. Way. Your last album, uh, you were writing a lot of that when your grandma passed, right? Exactly, bro. So 
that album was like a very, you know, all the albums be per super personal, but like that album was just a crazy time because my grandma was my best friend and me and you had many talks about it just in personal, like just, just speaking about life and, you know, bringing it up, you know, just in, in, in speaking, man, because that was somebody that was very influential in my life and even in my career, um, you know, in my approach to music. So, you know, my grandma was the first person to give me a journal, which turned into a rhyme book. So like without her, man, I, I probably wouldn't even be doing what I do. So I took, I took that death very hard, man. And, it, you know, I'm still, I don't think you never, you know, like with time it gets a little better, but you never really, you know, fully done grieving when your best friend and somebody that, that raised you, you know, passes. I mean, it's just something that I mean, I feel her, but I mean, I miss her physically in the, you know, in a physical form. So, you know, that album was pretty, pretty tough for me, man, to even get through that album to do because I was dealing with it the whole time I was on tour and doing that album. So I was touring, writing music for other people. My grandma died. It was just a whole bunch of craziness in my life. Some good, some bad that was going on, but it's all of all experience, man. I'm like, you know, I'm one of those people who like, you know, I, I look at the scale on a, you know, like yin and yang, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, oh, yeah. you don't have a little bit of both. It's just the balance of life. So, you know, just trying to wrap my head around that. So I'm happy with the new album, man. I just, Sal actually, you know, was a big reason that I started working on the new album. And like, <laughs> he really was just on my head about it. Like, you know, sending beats. And I really wasn't feeling like, you know, music at the time, like I was just kind of just, oh, you know, how I get, bro, you know, you produced, you know, for me. Yeah. So, you know, I, you know, sometimes it might take me like a year to sit on the beat, like, because I just, I'm just not in making music. Like, it, like I, it, with me, music is very, uh, it's, it's the feeling, it's very raw, it's very emotional, it's very, it take a lot out of me when I do an album, because it's all reality. Like, it's not, I'm not one of those artists that just kind of makes up things and thin air because it sounds cool. Like I make sure that's why I take it's just random when I fit, like start creating and finish my albums. Like because it's so all it's like when we sat around and and I've let you listen through through beats of mine, uh, mm -hmm. and not even to select a beat to make a song out of. Like just sitting around vibing. Yeah, and just, and I've played some of my hottest joints, at least what I thought was my hottest joints, and. Like you wouldn't even nod your head, but then you would hear something that was really, really good to you. Not necessarily what I thought was hot, but what you thought was right. hot, or whatever sparked that emotion out of you. So, yeah, like I've, I've I've firsthand seen what you're explaining for sure. Yeah, like you know, because it's just like it's it's an emotional thing, like it's a feeling. So it might be just the timing. The beat might be super dope, but the timing of my life as a writer, that might not be the the backdrop. For what i'm feeling in my soul to make me want to get creative you know what i'm saying so it's always weird man i'm just real weird with music anyway man it's just really based off all emotion with me and reality so like for me it takes me a little time man it's but i'm very happy all the production is gonna be like mostly lo-fi type of frequency and vibe that me and sal going for um yeah, he's man, killing it right now, though. He's absolutely killing what he's doing right now. Yeah, man, it's a good time. I think it's just, I think we're in the time beats right now, man. Like, honestly, in music, where people just want some real shit, man. Some shit that's just, 
not really cookie cutter, some shit that's like people, I think people ready for it. They're craving it because the world, the way the world going on, what's going on is dictating a lot of that sound. People want to hear something, something different than the norm substance. right now. Give me and some yeah, substance. Real shit. You, the, the, yeah, you basically hit the nail on the head. So <laughs> like, I think that's just being honest, man. And like, you know, I think it's that time, man. And it's everything catch us with time. And I think Sal been dope. You know, I've been dope. We all been dope. Like all of us, like, you know, and it was just, it's just timing, man. Like everything is divine timing. And that's something that you can't replicate. You just gotta stay consistent. And so the people who stay consistent and stay around doing what they do, eventually that time gonna come around and they gonna get their just due, man. So I'm not surprised about anything, any of my guys and friends from Cincinnati is doing and they getting a lot of good um, eyes on them and a lot of good, um, you know, you know, things popping, man. So like, you know, I, I really, really think it's just time, man. I, I think we got a lot of talent where we from, bro, in a lot of different lanes, not just music or, you know, art, just in a lot just of in general, things, man. Just in bro, general. You, yo, bro, you always... <laughs> Has something going on, bro? Like you know what I'm saying with the with the, with the bourbons and the, the you know and all of the you know what I mean the makers, you know what I mean with so much the music, you know even now with the podcast and so much more, bro. Like and I think that's just something in us in the Midwest that's very. It, I mean, we just hustlers in the Midwest and South, man. That's that survival. Really is. That's survival, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. So we just and we 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 in into a lot of we in the middle of the map, man. We love. We we get a little influence from everywhere, so we just we consume a lot of different shit, and we just like a lot of different shit. You know what I mean? So we naturally we just be talented at different shit, man. You see that boy LeBron, what he just did, man, in his seventeenth right? year. You know, yeah. We just so I wanted different. that. I wanted to ask you about that. What did because uh, I know you've been a diehard LeBron fan. Me and you've talked Forever. about this. We we both like watching the dude, but. Um, yeah. But I think more importantly for LeBron, what makes him so great is the shit he does off the court. Facts. Like what did I, what did what did that um like what what did that championship just being a LeBron fan you're in LA now uh you've obviously been to the games I've seen your seen your Instagram stories at the games and stuff uh love it but what what was that win like what did the win what what do you think that win means for like LeBron's legacy and uh and what like how excited were you when you saw them. I mean, they trampled that that last game. <laughs> oh man, I loved it, bro. I love it, bro. You know, I really wanted to to, to kind of go hard, man, and like just put the stamp on it, man. Especially after losing in them Kobe jerseys. I mean, just being here in LA, and like you know, it's been so much, especially with Kobe's death, and just yeah. like uh, the Dodgers are uh, not to go off track, but even the Dodgers are just killing it in the world series so like i hope they get LA, it i hope they get yeah, it <laughs> i do too man like and i think they will i think it's just man it's so much heavy darkness going on in la right now honestly especially after kobe and nipsey and so much other shit that has went down bro like i feel like just being here the, the energy man it just i've never been into a major city and why a championship went on and seeing how the city reacted like people love the Lakers here, bro. Like, it's a different type of love. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So being here and people just championing somebody from Ohio, man, has been in his 17th year. LeBron showing that he can still win and not most importantly win, but win his way. I think that's what's most important because, man, like, bro, he's been honestly the most heavily criticized sports player 
in the history of sports. Just off Ever. the simple fact, yeah, just off the simple fact, look what area era era he came in. He came up in the social media uh era. So a lot things are a lot more these barbershop conversations have went just to the point to where they just ain't debates, it's just people hating on him at this point because they just mad that he's successful. And I think that's some something that has something to do with people's and the people mind state. Like I oh, feel like yeah, a lot yeah, of people, yeah. people just when certain certain people are too successful and people just like, uh I don't like this person. Like I don't like this this person because we want to see him lose. Like it, it's people really out there to think that, but I just think for this this fourth ring, it was just big for the city of LA and it meant so much because of the timing, because of Kobe. I think it definitely put LeBron in the conversation. Like if he he to me, to be honest, and anybody I feel like who's honest and really just like you love sports, bro. Like me and you've talked, like me and you both are the same. Like we love sports genuinely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and and I, I think if you're a real basketball fan, LeBron's has even before this four championship has already been cemented. You can talk about the losses in the finals. You can talk about the free throw shooting. You can talk about whatever you want. Like, you but know see, like here's, here's what I like to talk about when I talk about LeBron. Like, I talk about a dude who went from high school to the pros and didn't lose his cool, didn't lose his bank account, didn't lose his high school girlfriend. He's married to his high school girlfriend. Uh, you get some points for that. Definitely. That's his. That's his life. Life. Lifetime sweetheart, right? So you never see him in the news about anything bad. The dude has built schools for kids to go to for free. Uh, he's probably doing the same type shit in L.A. that he was doing in Cleveland. Uh, yep. He went to L.A. not to chase a ring, not to chase shit. He went to L.A. so they could watch his son play fucking basketball. He also went to L.A. with the hopes that NCAA will fall into fucking ruins in the next two years before that contract um, is over and possible extensions so that his son can come from high school and play with his fucking dad. Is that so bad? Is that bro, bad? That's, bro, <laughs> like, that's a mate, bro, that's unheard of, bro. Like, bro, we, we have never seen nothing like this. And I think a lot of people are really going to even more appreciate LeBron when he's gone. Right now, his heart... Yeah, I also I, I also like to point out too, like the, the social media aspect that you brought up is a huge part of this, um, because you don't see LeBron in, in a bad light ever. And uh, like if Michael Jordan, like if 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 social media was a thing when Michael Jordan was playing, like people forget that when Jordan was playing, people didn't really like him that much. Yeah, personally, yeah, definitely. Like it, yeah. it wasn't it. It wasn't until after Jordan retired that Jordan really became Jordan. Jordan. You know yeah, what I mean? Definitely, like, he definitely had a lot of people because a lot of people didn't didn't say Jordan is the nicest guy. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, like even even after his even after that most recent uh, documentary that ESPN did on him, shortly after, like even Pippen was pissed at him after that. The way that he the way the shit got edited to make jordan look like a god yeah uh, pippen was upset with him horace grant was ready to fist fight him <laughs> i remember that man that's crazy i was bro i remember that bro like being younger bro like like watching watching that shit man that was crazy man like i remember right? when horace went to Orlando and they was playing each other after playing. Like I got on my fucking Scotty Pippen jersey right now, bro. Like, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like I fuck with the boot. I, I just don't understand why people can't like 
two people, bro. Like I, they always put people against. Like, why can't two people just be great? Like, that's my the, the like. Shit just that have a category of greatness. Just a category yeah, of greatness. Bro. You can be you like, well, I mean? my my favorite is Michael Jordan. My favorite is Kobe. My favorite is LeBron. My favorite favorite is uh, Magic Johnson. Like, you people rip, don't even think about our parents, bro, and their parents like different players. Like Jordan, right? <laughs> Jordan is not the best. They feel like Bill Russell or Kareem is the best. Well, that's the, that's the argument I love too, because like it almost feels like every time people pin like Jordan and LeBron against one another, it's it always comes down to rings and like one single defensive player of the year, right? And right. Uh, one, just one of them, but it's <laughs> it's that important. Uh, but it always Bill comes Russell down. Trample, trample. They them boys trample with rings. Like you right? can't even, you can't even. If it's about rings, bro, it's it's just Jordan's not in the conversation. Bro. If it's about rings, exactly, bro. That's you know how you mean? know it's some bullshit. You know, it's just a bullshit defense mechanism to back up whatever slander they want to do or whatever person we're talking about. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Like, there's just exactly. something to have in the argument. At that point, it just becomes who's the best great debater at that point. Because it's just like, it's very, it's like rap, man. Like, you can do tons <laughs> of lists, bro. You know how many Cincinnati uh, rap lists I've seen and I haven't been number one? Like, and I just think to myself, I just be like, yo, like, I don't really give a fuck that much because I never really say shit about it. But I was like, man, honestly, like, it's not too many artists have, that have ever done as much as me and I'm still active, like, you feel me? So I feel like, in a sense, like, how I wonder how LeBron feel for winning so long and just, like, taking the bruises for people that's coming <laughs> after you and the people after you and the critics just talk so much shit about you when it's like, LeBron, even when he does right, all oh, the ring doesn't count, did he be himself, like... <laughs> Everybody else, but if the Clippers or somebody would have won the ring count, I just like people are just it boggles my mind, bro. Like, you know, I just feel like that with music too. Like, man, it's just all opinionated, man. It's just like whatever resonates with you as a fan, just have fun. I love the sport, man. I want to see LeBron play the best competition, but who can say in year 17 we would have thought this? Like, nobody would have said right? this at the beginning of the career. Like, they wouldn't have, they didn't even think a person who was built like LeBron, nobody's ever seen even a physical specimen like him before he came in the league. It wasn't anything to really hold him to. They just like, we don't even, we never even seen this guy. He He's big, but he plays like Magic Johnson. Like, we don't even know what he is. Like, so it's just never it's seen this before. Be like, <laughs> yeah, we never seen it before. So it's always hard when people is just like something that never been done. Because of course, people want to be naturally skeptics of it, and you're gonna have a little hate with the love. That's always part of the game, man. You gotta, it, you just gotta live with both. And I like, like you said, the really shit. You was like, he never basically folded under the pressure. I mean, he was basically already before he came in the league was getting looked at as like the poster child of the league. Absolutely. So that's a lot, that's a lot of pressure on a, a, a young kid. He wasn't even grown, man. He, well, like he you put, even you put that, Well, like, and he's dealt with that his whole career too, right? So like, right. like going from high school to the league, he had all that pressure on him because like you're, you're the next greatest. You have to be the next greatest. And yeah. so he's got that pressure on him. And then when he decides that Cleveland isn't going to do shit to help him win, he goes to Miami to play ball with his friends, which is such a horrible thing. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> like, 
He goes to Miami, takes a pay cut to go to Miami, but ESPN held that decision thing for him. And like so many people got pissed because ESPN paid him. But what everyone doesn't know is every dime that he got paid by ESPN got donated to charity. Like that's so that's the the and in the business moves he made is so superior to anything that's ever been done. He did it quiet. He did his business quiet. And the player it's crazy because most of the players in the league, they all love LeBron, bro. Like, even mortal enemies, man. You look at Rondo, bro. Who would have yeah, thought yeah. Rondo would have played? Like, people, when they actually meet LeBron, it was actually a podcast. And uh, Boogie Cousins was like, man, you know what? You know, one thing about LeBron, like, they're like, what's one thing about LeBron that you know that you didn't know? He was like, yeah, I just knew he was a cool guy. Like, you hear about all this, uh, you know. Being being a good guy, being a real uh, charitable guy, you know. But I didn't know he was a real nigga. <laughs> Excuse my language. You feel me? Like you know what I'm saying? He, he just a real dude. Like he's a like he's not corp. Like he's a real dude. Like he's yeah, yeah. he's not funny style. And I think that's what people don't understand. That's why so many people, even his mortal enemy, like Draymond Green. Look at the battle they had. He loves LeBron. Like you feel me? Outside the outside of the they're like, yo, LeBron is a real cat. He's a loyal yeah, dude. Yeah. If you, if you write, LeBron literally wants to see you succeed. He helped. He put you in position. Like, and that alone, I feel like makes him a goat or the goat. Like, because yeah, he couldn't. LeBron couldn't have accomplished what he's accomplished if people didn't like him. Yes, bro. And, and, here, and here's a, so and here's, many people. Here's proof to that, right? Right here, right. So LeBron's gonna eventually smash all kinds of records in the nba right uh he'll definitely go to the hall of fame he's always going to be uh held in in high regards as one of the greatest of all time uh and then like if i look at another sport like baseball where one of the greatest of all time played here in cincinnati ohio his name is pete rose yes is he one of the best baseball players of all time hands down he is is he a shitty human being Hands down, he is. <laughs> and the, like, like the Hall of Fame, for example, is a fraternity. If you're not wanted, you don't get in. Pete's not wanted. It has nothing to do with that shit he signed years ago. Like the moment, like, I mean, not to bring dirty shit up, but man, the moment Pete Rose said that he had sex with a 16-year-old as a fucking mid-30s-year-old man, yeah, like you just threw your invitation in the trash, brother. <laughs> oh, exactly. That's what that's what it was, man. Like you know, straight up. Like you know what I mean. Like it's it, we the inner sports entertainment in general, bro. Is we all know that it's like opinion based. So like even in it's about relationships and anything you're doing. So yeah, yeah. If the relationships are then and you just got that reputation, man. You put you rub the wrong people in the, in the high places the wrong way, man. Shit is bound to go down in the south for you, you know. So I've seen you, I've seen you, uh, like I saw you perform before you were with your band Gold Shoes. Uh, yeah. Um, and I've, I've actually told you face to face, I just want to put it out there so that the internet knows that I've actually asked you this before or told you this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't really like you when I first heard you. Not that it was like mm-hmm. bad, but I didn't think that it was like, Wow. And then the the shit with gold shoes changed you. 
Definitely. And there was something that happened there. And maybe it was like vibing with the band and like performing with the band. It's like it allowed you to feel the music more playing with gold shoes. And, uh, but it's just, I don't know. It's cool. It's cool to be able to have that kind of relationship with somebody where you can tell them, like, it's not it's like I'm not putting you down. I didn't like it at the beginning, but it was really cool to watch you grow into the progression. Which, yeah. 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 I think, bro, like, I, you know, that's, that's how I got better. You know what I'm saying? Because no one ever taught. It was all self-taught, like so. Yeah. Like I was still trying to find my sound, like around that time. Like you know, I was just like you know making basically mixtapes. You know what I mean? Because it was all they were all trial and error. It was just more so like, yo, like I know I'm good, but I'm trying to be great, and I know along the road of trying to be great in my lane and what I want to do and and have it under control. I'm gonna have to take some chances. It's gonna, it's gonna come with some misses. I knew that. Like, yo, it's gonna come <laughs> with some misses. Cause you know, you just gotta create it. You gotta kind of just, you know, put it out there and be like, yo, I know what this work could be better. I know, you know. And you, you really know, don't I, know what's gonna blow, and you don't know what people are just like. You could put your hottest track out as your single, and it turns out that that wasn't your hottest track. Wasn't that, and, yeah. and then nobody even checks your album because your single yeah. is shitty. <laughs> and too, man, I think, and too, bro, I think, like, you know, like, you just, when you, it may, like, it's all timing, man, like, it, like, when you make something, you know, you, you probably heard shit you made years ago, and you listen to it now, and kind of cringe, like, damn, I, I, I didn't do the right thing with that snare, or same with the bars, Absolutely. like, damn, that Absolutely. hook could have been way better, I could have been in tune with the melody more, I could have did this and that, I think I was in my, I let myself be free with gold shoes and that kind of lasted with See, me I, after I that. I kind of got the same me? thing. I kind of got the same thing because like the, and it's crazy because uh, as far as when you were in Cincinnati, you and I kind of kind of were carving the same path. Uh, you as an artist, me as a producer, but uh, like we were both really into this, that old school east coast new york shit yeah yeah and then then we both started performing with a band yeah right (laughs) and And it was orthodox music and what in which absolutely the hip-hop shit yeah like like my shit was like hip-hop but really really poppy and your stuff was was like hip-hop but more of jam band and yeah uh, and we both battled each other for uh, CEAs for best hip hop oh, group in the bro, city. I for, <laughs> fuck, I for, bro. I, I, dude, that was a while ago. I did You just reminded me, bro. Nah, when we look, when we the year, that. dude, the year I think it was two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. They asked us to perform, and I was like, "Oh, that means we won, y'all." If they were yeah. if we're performing, we won, and. Uh, we didn't win. Gold Shoes won. And then, <laughs> but then 2010, we won in 2010. So, I yeah. mean, not every, not every day do you get a podcast with two hip-hop award winners. You know what I mean? Man, that's super dope, man. <laughs> that, that is dope, man. That, that was super dope, man. And I, yo, man, like, that was... And I, I, I just want I, I just want to say I won I won that that hip-hop award as a producer. I mean, I got on stage a couple of times. But that was just as a producer, bro. But that was part of. But that was the, the dope thing about that band you guys had because it 
it was just like gold shoes, man. It was unorthodox because you had a, a known producer in a band now yeah, that was yeah. completely that was completely different from what you had going on in the hip hop producer realm as Beast McGreevy. It was like, oh, Beast McGreevy has a band now. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, this is different. Like not but only the singer, does he do like that the singer was crazy. Yeah, 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 man. So so like we both was like. And I think that's who we are. And I think that's what's dope about the Midwest. I think it's a, that's why I would say we're, we're influenced by so much. Like, we genuinely like other genres of music. Like, me and you will share music all the time, bro. And I mean, I think that's why you're one of the dopest I ever heard back home with sampling because you just listen to a lot of different music. So, like, yeah. we would just sometimes you would just come over to the crib, we'd smoke, and you would just turn on some songs not even your beats like just songs like you ever heard this before you know like we just share music and information which was cool and i think you know being honest and open about our music that's what always made me better bro like because i'm I, you know me bro i'm always open for it like i'm always a guy like at this point in my career it's people who all over the world who i've never met they could just say anything about you on the internet, whether it's good or bad. Like, so yeah. you just look at that shit and you just got to make music from the soul. So I feel like once you take everybody's opinion and it's, it's, it's not, you know the difference between an honest opinion and hate and it's different. Those two things are different. So like, I've always been open to, to like criticism and I always, you know, bro, I'm a cool guy. Like, that's what's so crazy. Like for people who don't know me and fans and it's just like, they make up this perception of me in their mind, like how I am. And then they yeah, meet yeah. me like, damn, he actually chilling. Like, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> man. Like, I don't, like, I'm just, I'm just hanging I'm just, out. <laughs> yeah, bro. I just do them, yeah, bro. It's not really shit, bro. Like, and I'm not that guy, man. I'm not so full of myself that I can't take criticism, bro. I, I know I'm, I, I'm just consistent in what I do. And I feel like every album, every project, every verse should be better than the last. So, like, I would just keep working and keep working at it until, like, I feel like I can run with like a most deaf or quality or like whoever else in the game, like who rapping, like a Cole, a Kendrick, whoever. I want to be able to stay in my lane and do what I do, be who I am. But, but at be that level. At, but at that level. And I feel like along the way, I got there. You know what I'm saying? Where those same artists that I named, I was able to, to, to garner their attention and do major tours and be able to do endorsement deals and different things and still be me, man, and still never give up who I am. And I still always been me. I'm always going to smoke weed probably till my it's lungs up. collapse. I'm always <laughs> going to do what I do. I'm always going to do what I do. You feel me? Hey, uh, is Swisher Sweets still sending you Rillos? Man, you know, they're not, man. You know, because I don't, you know, I don't smoke that type of cigar no more. Like, I will if I'm with the homies back home. Like, but I can't keep doing them. So I like actually smoke um hemp's hemp wraps like uh high hemp yeah, yeah. um and and king palm i got a real re good relationship with king palm i say i got some right here it's crazy you said that so the uh, uh -huh. it's actual palm leaf so they and it with a corn husk filter so no tobacco you know i smoke so much bro i just had to start smoking like healthier options because of my uh -huh. throat and i'm like if I fuck around and fuck up my throat, that's the that's my investment within myself. That's how I'm feeding me and my my family. So so. I always, <laughs> I always do. I always, I always use a glass piece, man. You I always do. been. You always did that, man. You only smoke <laughs> once for me, you know. And I I'm glad that I stopped smoking them blunts because Swisher did used to 
endorsing. So we used to have free swishes. You used to come out around, you like, here, you want some? You just gave me boxes. <laughs> yeah, like, here, bro, they just gave me. So, yeah, man, I even know, shout out to Swisher, no disrespect, because I, I love the time, and they really show love to me. So much respect to Swisher Sweet, man. They, they, you know, no diss, but, you know, just for healthier options, I got to push healthy options, because that's who I am now, man. And, and, like, just as artistry, as people, we grow. So, like, you know, that's one big thing about me. I'm all about evolution, bro, and progression. Like, so I know you've always, uh, I know you've always kept your your circle small. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, still, always. And I know every time, every time anybody steps up a level, which going to LA was a stepping up for you for sure. Definitely. And uh, did the circle change much? Nah, bro. I mean. It's it's crazy, bro. Like I'm still. Are you and you, like, you and Santa, you and Santa still cool? Man, that's my brother. You know that's I know, my brother. I had to man. ask. I shit can change. I had to ask. Yeah, yeah, that's my brother. Like he he wanted a I real one. I just know he's been he's been down in Atlanta and shit. No, but he yeah. was always down in Atlanta. That wasn't a change. Yeah, he, he's always yeah. been down there. He yeah he always back and forth. So like yeah we know everybody like I uh he actually Santa comes up here a lot uh to come visit me and shit um. Yeah, like most mostly everybody who usually was around uh, is still around. And like I got maybe like <clears throat> my friends up here, I only have like hang out with like three people, man. Like consistently everybody else is just like industry people I know here. So it's more of an acquaintance thing. Like I see you at a industry party. Now it ain't shit going on because COVID, but it's more of that thing. Like it ain't yeah. like how we brew. You know how like if somebody come to this, we chilling, you know, that's family. So like yeah, it's still like that, bro. Like, Papa Don he lives down here. He's from the Natty. Like, he actually is a songwriter from Cincinnati. He, he's he been down here before I was, but that was my boy back in Cincinnati. Like, that's my brother. We always, you know, every, yo, you breathing? Okay, cool. Just make me <laughs> So that's my guy. So him and, a, you know, it ain't, and I got a cousin. I got a blood cousin down here. But other than that, man, it's, nah, man, I be still chilling beats, man. I got to stay low, man. You hear me? Oh yeah, that's good to hear though. I mean, it's uh, I mean, drama would have just made all that sanity, bro. I, yeah. You you know the world is crazy, man. Like at this point, I'm just like whatever protects my peace and my sanity, bro. Like uh, or whatever that is at this point. And this is in this bizarre time we living in. I would like to keep the last little bit of it, yeah. if not for me, for my little ones and everybody else that's around me that depend on me to make be sane, so I can make wise decisions because. I'm at the point in my career where now it's like friend, friends have become business partners and like even like Santa and shit like that. We all business partners. So like if I'm not on my shit and I'm doing right by me, I'm not doing right by them. And we all getting paid together off this music thing. So like, you know, it's, it's you know, you got to you got to kind of have that, man. You got to you know, you got to have people like you. You keep it real with me, man. Like when you first you was like, yo, I ain't like the music. And I got better. You would tell me like, bro, you just getting better and better. Like, man, I love the yeah. show. I like your progression. And that's that's I need people like that around. Like, well, and, and you can tell and uh, like through throughout your career, too, like early on, mm -hmm. I didn't really mm -hmm. show up to your shows. Right. And then like. I remember out uh, out behind uh, Gypsies, the hookah spot. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, dope. And yeah, I, I remember that. Gold Shoes did a that was like a early Gold Shoes performance. We brought the and, hearse out, I think. We brought the hearse yeah. out, came out, and I yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So That's you guys, yeah. you guys performed there, and I was there that night. And then, like, I just slowly started showing up 
more and more. And then we just, next thing you know, I'm hitting you up on a Tuesday, like, yo. Uh, what you doing? I'm around the way. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, you already know. So, yeah, you you already know, man. And I think that's the beauty of music, bro. Like, you know, music brings so many people together, bro, like that I have long lasting relationships with that I really love, man. You know, like, I don't, like, either with me, bro, I love you or I don't fuck with you. It's no gray area with me. Like, Absolutely. I don't have, I don't halfway do shit, man. Like, with my relationships, with my art, with, with my family. Like, if I fuck with you, if you're a friend, I love you. You can hit me up whenever in the middle of the night if you need some help, if you just need to vent, whatever, man. Somebody to be real, man. That's the kind of person I am. That's the cloth that I'm cut from. So, like, you know, I wish it was more people built like that, but I I'm, I like beat the people that I'm around who like that, and I really cherish their energy, man. And you know, shit. Matter of fact, it's crazy. Every time I listen to music, it's because of my boy Beast McGreevy because he gave me a Spotify. My boy got me on his Spotify <laughs> family list. That's my brother. Yeah, right? I forgot about it. I just thought about it. Like you feel me? So every time I'm listening to new music, it's my me. boy Beast Beast like, man, you need to have this on your. This when it was early, I wasn't even. I'm like, yeah, I heard of it. I'm like, what's what is like, yeah, nah, you need to this shit coming out, man. You need to know what's going on. I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. And my boy, literally, like, so so on my on my Spotify account because they they let you allow like up to five people uh, that aren't you uh, to be signed up under your family account, and uh, you're yeah, my my brother, my, boy, my boy's one of my five. <laughs> yeah, you feel me? That's why I say that's my brother, man. We family, man. Don't we look? We, you know what I mean? Don't we look just alike? You feel me? And that dude, that's yeah. been years. That's been years, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah, been for sure, that. bro. <laughs> Before I even moved out here to LA, bro. So I appreciate you, beast. Yeah, you my, you know, you my kid, folks. You already know what time it is with me, bro. <laughs> well, I'm definitely yeah, looking man. for on this album, this upcoming album. Uh, you got any? You got any nice features on there? Uh, you can let us know about. Or are you keeping that shit under wraps? Uh, yeah, I got sign coming. I got, I got some, I got some stuff. I got some people on there. <laughs> so, but That's I don't fun. know. It's, it's like I don't know what's. I don't know what's gonna make the album. Like we, like when I say, bro, we fifty percent in. So I don't know what's gonna make the album with ain't. But yeah, I definitely collaborated. But I most mostly is gonna be a lot of just me and Sal, Sal on beats and me vocals. I think yeah, I'm gonna yeah. even uh, just because I I've been so busy and I feel like I, the last album did very very good for me, man. Like so, I think like people was waiting to hear what's next. So I think it's been a while. So. Dude, you know, do a multi, do it, do a multi-series EP release, man. Man, I should, man. I actually, like, I dude, think I that's the next shit. Like so I've been My watching. Dude, I've been a huge fan of Casual for a very, very long time. Like Casual, yeah, like he's easily in my top five favorite rappers. Yeah, Casual. Uh, they, uh, I got to, I got to talk to him uh, not too long ago, which was pretty cool, but. Uh, He's, I like what he's doing uh, as far as like kind of changing the game. Like he put his, his most recent album, uh, he put it up and you could download the album for a hundred dollars. But then if you got somebody to download his album from the link that you sent them, casual would send you $20. 
And then if you got someone else, he'd send you twenty more dollars. And then oh damn, that's tight. Yeah, that's sick. like it was a really cool. It was a really cool way he did it. And then after he after he did that, he released the album. Um, and then I think uh, something he just did. He took all of his acapellas from the album and put them up on eBay for auction. Oh, so you could do what you yeah, so you could do what you want. Like right? you, like you're literally auctioning for because casuals the way that he is he owns the rights to all of his shit uh hieroglyphics has done just been like that in general for a very long right. time but uh so he owns the rights to his shit so he's literally auctioning the rights to his all of his verses and hooks to the top bidder and you can do whatever the fuck you want with his vocals so yeah oh man that's sick. you can, so you you can, can use do- his vocals you can sell his album like you could literally take his acapellas like I think someone ended Make it up a buying, feature and everything. Yeah. yeah like some someone bought his acapellas from his last album for like twenty five hundred dollars. Man, that's sick. Man. That's a, that, bro, that's actually, you, they, that's actually a good marketing plan, actually. That was it's dope. Nuts. That's creative. Well, like you get your money up front, more than likely whoever wins the rights to your shit if you put it up for auction probably isn't really gonna do anything with it. You know what right. I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Unless they've got some plan set in stone, you'll probably never hear of any of this ever again. But like you could put you could put your, your acapellas up and make a few grand. You know what I mean? Like Right, right. Like it's yeah, just it's yeah, cool. It. I just I just like that he's opening um the door from for more people to do more stuff in 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 more innovative ways, and he's also oh. like it's just cool. That's yo, you just made me think of something. We got another mutual friend who's one of your favorite rappers and mine, Dante. Absolutely. Absolutely. So me, I have to say, shout out Dante. Um, I yo Dante is one of both of me and Beat's favorite rappers for sure, and that's I can go one on thing and on. we found out. I'm sure and, I probably yeah. get on his nerves telling him like, yeah, man, but, but, this but, track's but, Dante. This track's still relevant, man. This track that you did 20 years bro, ago, this is still relevant. His, <laughs> before his time, bro, like he they was on some their aliens, and me and him got we still our album is coming out uh, next year too. So like, yeah, I'm putting out my album and I'm putting out the Space Invaders with me and Dante. Like nice. even though like our little label situation with uh, Bruh fell out. We still putting out the album. We still got the album. Everything's paid for. Like high tech executive produced it. We putting out that album. It's coming out next year for sure. Are you got, are you are you self distributing that or is that going to come out on something? Um, we don't know yet. We trying to figure it out. We we still like up in arms about it. Like because we talked to a few labels who want to put it out. Actually, Jay Dilla. If we do put it out with somebody, it'll probably be uh, the Jay Dilla Foundation uh, with Mom yeah, Dukes. Yeah. And yeah, Mr. Tony. So we, I think we. Uh, well, that's that situation uh, worked out really well with uh, yeah, Tay Dilla. We, so yeah, yeah, dude, we Tay, all, Tay Dilla, dude, that album is that that album's dumb, dude. Wow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's all real Dilla. That like your mom Dukes was behind. That's like official Dilla. So like, yeah, like we got a real good relationship, and they real big supporters of us, bro. Like, so like, yeah, that's we've been talking. So that might be an option. And if not, we just gonna put it out ourselves because the fans want it, man. So like yeah, yeah. either one, yeah, man. Like for, for I think for me and Tay, like it's just more so like a legacy. I think chance I think chance showed you don't need a fucking label. Nah, man. This is different <laughs> times, and especially for rap like we do, man. Like, I wanna be able to spit that shit, man. Like, I wanna be able to do what I do. 
Like I want to yeah. spit, like I want to rap rap. So like for me, like I want to do what I do and I don't want any pushback. And you seen how the last time I was with labels what happened. So like yeah. you just, it's, it, this shit is unpredictable, <laughs> bro. Like it ain't everything is cracked up to be. I always tell artists that back home, like if it's like if you learn anything from me, bro, like shit, like being with a major label is not all it's cracked up to be, especially shit can if fall you apart. Nick. Yeah, especially <laughs> if somebody and then I got niche music. So it's like, you know, at a time where being have rapping like boom pat rap like we do, it wasn't necessarily the type of rap that was very popular and mainstream. Like they let a couple slip through, like Kendrick and Cole here and there. But you know, it ain't really like you know what I mean. So if you get with the wrong label, you can just do the you know you can find yourself in that situation too. So for me, it's always been a little both, man. So like you know, maybe it's not the way to go, but. You know, I got a cult like fan base, man, and they, they really love my shit, and I really love them, man. I love all my space invaders. So, like, I don't really, no matter what we do, I know our people gonna gravitate towards, and we'll be able to tour and do what we do, man. And I just wanna be able to put out good music and get respect from the legends that I came up looking up to. I've done that at this point. I just man. want my like, damn respect. I just, I just want, want my, my damn, damn respect. respect. That's that's yeah, that's what easy money. I just want the damn respect. So at this point, it's just brewing, man. Like we just having fun, man. And I, I really just love music beats, man. And it, you know, I just really, you know, when it when I when the spirit hit me, that's when the when when my pen get to moving, man. And I don't got like writers and shit for my shit and all that type of shit. So like it's really me. So you know what I mean? So I take me a little more time than a lot of these artists and shit that's out here. Which I think writing these raps, but they ain't. It's somebody like me who's getting paid behind the table. You feel me? Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you being on. Uh, whenever you feel like it, send me a send me one of those medical care packages. <laughs> I got you. I, I, I got you right here. I got you right here. Right here. I got your name on it. Bro. Absolutely. Absolutely. But uh, thanks for being on. Uh, everybody can follow you at uh, Real Name Speed everywhere, right? Everywhere, yep. Real Name Speed. And you can get the album Real Name Speed. That's everywhere on any DSP. Make sure you download it. Make sure you stream it. Yeah, man. And sh shout out to Beats, man. Thank you for having me on the motherfucking Block Podcast. Hey, <laughs> No problem, man. This will, uh, this will all be up. Uh, I'll, I'll send you links and everything, man. For sure, uh, bro, man. Yeah. Appreciate you, my brother. <laughs>